Hi, hey, hello, and welcome to a surprise emergency breaking news episode of a Colts podcast brought to you by FanNationOnSI.com. My name's Brandon, and I'm joined here by your co-host, my best friend, Andrew Moore. How are you doing? We're keeping this short for you guys tonight, uh, but obviously have to chat about the news. See, we thought this week was going to be an off week. Brandon and I weren't planning on recording at all this week, and then the bomb drops. It seems like we're, we're good for one of these a summer where breaking news just happens and we have to completely shift around our schedule. Last year, Phil Rivers. That, that was it always in happens January. On an off week. Yeah, it, it does happen on an off week. It's like the, the NFL and the Colts can never sleep, but I'm doing good, man. Um, obviously, the news today that our whole – our whole episode is going to be dedicated to was was a shock that's for sure and uh, now the colts are going to have to adjust on the fly so be interesting to see how they do adjust how you doing yourself <clears throat> i'm doing myself muted here uh, <laughs> i'm doing just fine uh planted some flowers earlier cleaning up the place before the lady gets home from long trip away you're a gardener uh, now gardener at not even my house but you know i'm just a helping hand here um, but yeah, today, Wednesday, Kari Willis announces on Instagram he will be retiring to devote his life to uh, the ministry. Let's read uh, the statement that he released today, Andrew. <clears throat> Let me get this banner out of the way. So I first, Kari Willis, I'd first like to thank the Indianapolis Colts organization for granting me the opportunity to compete in the National Football League the past three years. I've built lifelong relationships with numerous teammates, coaches, and sports staff that have impacted me greatly. The lessons that I've learned in this phase of my life will be valuable for me in my next chapter. With much prayer and deliberation, I have elected to officially retire from the NFL as I endeavor to devote the remainder of my life to the further advancement of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I thank you. I thank all of my family, friends, and those who have supported me on this journey thus far, and I look forward to your continued support through the next phase of my life. I'm both humbled and excited to pursue the holy call that God has for my life, which brings me much joy and purpose. Thank you all for your support over the years. God bless. Kari Willis. As a Christian man, Andrew, uh, that is an amazing thing. So real big Colts fan, this sucks. <laughs> but as we were talking about a little bit before the show, um, you know, there, there we have other options. We didn't, you know, we'll talk about what we had as expectations anyhow. But uh, Kari Willis, hell of a guy, hell of a football player. I was always calling him the next Bob Sanders. Uh, now we'll never know. Kari Willis was a really great person. Um, and that was evident from the time the Colts drafted him in the fourth round back in 2019. Uh, he he always seemed, and you heard this from from not only other players but but people in the media as well. Uh, he he didn't seem like he was a young player. He always seemed very mature for his age, mature for his 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 years in the NFL. And he was a guy that that the defensive backs really gravitated towards. Kari Willis, I from the moment he stepped on the field as a Colt, he could be relied upon most of the time, I would say. I mean, with the, you you noticed that there was a hole in the secondary whenever Kari Willis wasn't out there. I'm not saying Kari Willis was a Pro Bowl player, all pro, nothing like that. But Kari Willis, for a fourth-round pick, a very solid player out there for the Indianapolis Colts. And, and 
obviously such a tough decision because when you when you look at the contract, I mean, maybe it wasn't a tough decision, but just strictly looking at, at the figures, his his base salary this year was going to be more than his three years in the NFL combined. I mean, he was up for his biggest contract, uh, his biggest year of his rookie deal, was set to get a second deal next year, whether it was with the Colts or or somewhere else in free agency. But Bakari Willis walked out on a lot of money to to pursue yeah. this calling. And, and that kind of just shows the, the bigger picture of it all. It obviously wasn't about the money. He feels that he is being called to do this and, and to not only put his faith first and, and to really, really make that the center of his life. So you, you got to commend Kari Willis on it. Um, I, I, definitely don't feel like he's walking out on the team at all. I think he's doing what he feels compelled to do and that his life has a bigger purpose than than being a safety for the Indianapolis Colts. So, I mean, kudos to him for being able to do that. But, uh, yeah, Kari Willis was a hell of a person and, and a pretty darn good player as well. Still can't believe uh, I've got a Colts calendar here by my desk. And lo and behold, would you believe it? Kari Willis is the cover guy on uh, for June. I, I swear I just looked at this this morning. I was like, man, I love Kari Willis. I swear <laughs> I did this morning. And then you text me, and I was like, no way. And I look over there. I was like, no way. Um, Fourth round pick just a few years ago in 2019 draft by the Indianapolis Colts. Career stats, 219 tackles, seven tackles for loss, four interceptions, 11 passes deflected, defended, whatever you call it, uh, three and a half sacks, just one forced fumble in three seasons. Andrew? Just one, just one forced fumble in three That's crazy. seasons. But and he a did lot of pipe playing. A lot of and pipe. a lot of pipe playing. But of the thirty-nine games he did play with the Colts, he started thirty-three of them. So it didn't take long after his yeah. rookie season to be inserted into that starting lineup and to be one of the mainstays on the Colts defense the last few years. I'm telling you, I'm never. It's it's never going to leave my brain. Was he the next Bob Sanders? You'll well, and we'll never know. He could have been. I'm. He was. Big guy, shorter dude, stacked, just stacked, flew to the ball. Uh, would have been really interesting to see how his career turned out because he was nowhere near his prime. Um, yeah, and I thought I thought even this year in the Gus Bradley defense, I mean, we saw a lot of times Cara Willis making plays when he was a box safety or put, put in that roll closer to the line of scrimmage. I thought that's where he excelled, and I think that's where Gus Bradley would have used him more this season. I think Kari Willis would have been more a guy more in the box. They would have asked him to do some different things as they let Julian Blackman go back there as the deep safety and just roam around. They would put Kari Willis in different situations to succeed. But And stats, Matt, brings up kind of a, a wow. point. That, oh, I was going to set that up with something. You're <laughs> killing me, Andrew. Go, go Who's set, the producer? Who's go the set producer? Go set it up. I'll be quiet. So, well, I I didn't I didn't want to do it until we went we moved on to the segment or the next part of the conversation. Where do the Colts go from here? Are you ready to move on to that part of the conversation? I guess so. Let's let's, let's move, move it right along, along to that part of the conversation. Why don't we throw up Matt's comment? Seems <laughs> like this was known was a known or at least suspected thing for a while. And I saw you, Matt, on Twitter saying this. I think Zach uh, was kind of agreeing with you there. Andrew made a point before this show. Uh, that makes me feel, and Zach actually made this point too, but didn't connect the two things. If I don't know that it was, I, Andrew said before the show, even we were going to go get 
Nick Cross, who we assume is going to be the starting now uh, starter at the strong safety. You know, they would have gotten him in the second round next year if they could have because they believed in him so much. So the trade up to go get this guy, was it was it because they knew Kari was thinking this or was it because that was their plan all along and Kari Willis probably just wasn't going to get a second contract with the Colts next year anyway? So just just talking to some people and and digging around a little bit this afternoon since the since the news came out there were there were some i would say external rumblings but there were some internal rumblings mm-hmm. and and the Colts knew that Kari Willis was contemplating this even last off season so uh-huh. this has this hasn't been something that's just the spur of the moment thing where Kari Willis is like well i'm i'm going to go into the ministry this has been on his mind for for quite some time now and i think that is that's why the Colts have kind of prepared for this 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 offseason not only signing Rodney McLeod but but also draft going up and drafting Nick Cross at the end of the third round here I was thinking it was just because we needed more depth at safety (laughs) that's that's true they did need more depth at safety but but when when Kari Willis is already internally talked to the Colts about his his desires you you have to be prepared and and I think this isn't confirmed or excuse me or anything but I have a feeling that the reason he wasn't at mandatory minicamp last week, because Reich said it was a personal matter, he was probably contemplating it and making his final decision about all of this, and that's why he wasn't at mandatory minicamp. But yeah, the, the it, it seems like the Colts have known about this for a while, and that is why they went heavy acquiring safeties because you got like i said mcleod cross um uh, armani watts from from kansas city is a safety that they acquired uh i know sterling weatherford the undrafted free agent who's been playing a lot of linebacker he can play he played safety in college so the colts got some safeties this offseason to to absorb the hit that Kari willis that Kari willis leaves and and i don't i'm not going to say that that McLeod or Cross can come in right away and absolutely replicate what what Kari Willis brings to the team, but I think the Colts are confident that that one of those guys can can step up and and be a very good quality safety as we go through the 2020 season. 2022, excuse me. So, I don't know a, a ton about, you know, Nick Cross. Is he going to be is he going to bring the power to that position uh like uh, Kari Willis? Nick Cross can hit. He's like a little lightning bolt. He's he's a guy that oh, flies right. all over the field. I think if you if you turn on some highlights, just go ahead and YouTube some Nick Cross highlights. I think you're gonna like what you see because he he moves all over the field, has great, great ball skills, great, great uh anticipatory skills with the ball. He's a guy that can play deep safety and cover deep, but he can also play in the box. From from what I've heard, just conversations with, with Zach and, and Jake, the Colts really like nick cross in a jamal adams type role in this defense where they're they're able to use him all over the field as a as a deeper safety sometimes but a lot of times a safety that's in the box a safety that can play uh uh, in the slot if need be so they really like what cross brings and his 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 ability to play multiple positions and be used in multiple ways in this gus bradley defense so you you know the colts are really into nick cross anticipatory is a writer writer andrew 
right or probably Andrew? is. I think I just would have gone with anticipation skills. <laughs> uh, but I mean, Andrew just wanted to show off the big brain uh, that fits in that big head. But at, anyways, Nick Cross, I, I, the Colts are really excited about Nick Cross. And and you know if, if Chris Ballard is trading up for a guy, they really believe he can be a major contributor to this team. And, and there's definitely going to be competition in camp between Nick Cross and Roddy McLeod. It's not just Nick Cross's job to lose. But I think that that if I put a prediction on it, I think Nick Cross starts week one and and he starts the tandem with Julian Blackman as that that young safety group. That could be a duo for years. For quite a few years to come. All right. You want to run through this other Colts news real quick? There's not much. Yeah, we can. Did you have any uh, other thoughts about Kari Willis? Thank you, Kari Willis. Thank you, Kari. Give him a round of applause. We'll get there. I can, you know, volume and all that. Kari Willis. All right. Uh, shoot him a DM. See if we can get him on the show now. Uh, it doesn't have to go through the PR anymore. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so other Colts news. Defensive tackle Grover Stewart named the 2022 NFL PA Black College Football Pro Player of the Year. Award is presented annually to a top professional football player who attended AAN HBCU. Yeah, so so Grover Stewart out of Albany State um, got this award because it's it's obviously as it says here that it goes to a player who attended a historic historically black college or or university. So a prestigious award for for Grover Stewart. And Colts signed offensive tackle Jason Spriggs, defensive end Brian Cox, Jr. Too many cocks on one team. Uh, and defensive end Ifidi Odenigbo. There, there you go. Nice. Yeah. I, I think I think both defensive end candidates, um, we'll see if they really make an impact. I think they're more camp bodies. Um, but the Jason Spriggs signing really intrigues me because he was a, a former second round pick um out of IU great school, and, and he's a guy that has kind of bounced around the league a little bit, so he can definitely play both tackle positions has some experience playing inside as well can probably bring some competition to to dennis kelly for that swing tackle spot uh as we get into camp odangbo and odenigbo can you imagine the announcers of both hey, those chris guys ballard. The field? hey chris ballard cut it out <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> save us please maybe that's how he's uh trying to get the media to just shut the hell up and stop talking about us hey if i draft enough guys that these dudes don't want to say their names maybe they'll just stop talking about us all together <laughs> um kyle stewart real quick here i do uh at colts wave defensive end colmwick um in the Rodney Thomas' second rookie interview he considered himself a safety didn't he said that he can play all over but was comfortable at safety Yes, they said he he considered himself a safety. The Colts have been mostly having him play cornerback um, in in their defense and in in camp. So I think they would like him to move from safety to cornerback, kind of like what they did with Marvell Tell a couple years ago. Uh, we'll see if he gets a look at safety. I mean, there's certainly a hole there now. He could provide poss- some possible depth, but I think he's been mostly getting run at uh, at cornerback and and stats, Matt. 
brings up a good point here saying, isn't McLeod more of a Blackman type safety? And that is true. McLeod usually plays more of a free safety type role, a guy that can cover deep in the field. So again, that also gives Nick Cross more of a, a, a leg up on the, on the strong safety competition um, throughout camp. All right, everybody, make sure to go follow us at a Colts podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we are growing. We're growing. I just I slapped up a random highlight video the other day. It just 2K views in, in, in a matter of a few days. That's all thanks to you guys for spreading the good word about the Good Colts podcast. Uh, sorry again to our close friend who uh, doesn't appear to be at the show tonight uh, about my comments last week. Uh, <laughs> uh, Andrew, do you have anything else to say? Might have an episode next week. Might not. We'll see. Thank you, Kari Willis. It was a great player, even better person. But uh, Colts are going to be fine at Strong State. Good luck in your ventures. Go Colts. Amen. Go Colts. Let this moment become a cherished memory. And then remember, a legacy is only worthwhile when there is a future to fuel. God bless you, and God bless football.